This is the Lights On Show. My name is Jacob Morissette. I'm an honor student at Boise State University, and this is my podcast centered around turning the lights on. I go and talk to -to day-to-day professionals to learn how they've mastered their craft. We go in-depth on the inner workings of their perspective, their process, and their strategies, all in the hopes of inspiring others. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, and unidentified. Yes, must be all-inclusive now. However, um, welcome back to the Lights On Show. Uh, I'm your host, Jacob Morissette. And the news slash little update section of this is, again, minuscule. Minuscule. Yes, I think that's how I said it. Um, I am one week further along in moving to Boise. Was so super excited. Uh, leave on the 21st. Uh, this is my last full week here in the Puyallup, Washington area. Super stoked. Um, uh, really excited to be able to interview my roommates, all my future roommates, and to be able to hear their stories, their experiences, and be able to kind of get a whole new culture in, uh, when I'm there. So, really interesting, really cool, kind of future into the episode. Uh, this episode, obviously, just for myself, um, because schedule an interview for this week uh i'll try to get one tomorrow i think i'm able to get it but yeah so we're gonna transition straight into the main topic of this week's episode which i'm going to do trials we're gonna talk today or i'm gonna talk today about trials some people call them challenges some people call them obstacles some people call them just garbage um, lots of different names, lots of different things, but they're they're all the same thing. Also, you might be able to hear the thunderstorm that's happening. I'm recording this on a Friday night, and there are summer thunderstorms, which are kind of cool, I guess. Um, so if you guys end up hearing that, it's gonna be hard for me to like kind of cut it out and be able to hear it because of the way my headphone setup is. So I have both QC35s that I'm using right now. And I turn on the uh, the noise canceling so that way I can hear my audio better and make sure that I'm not eating the mic and I'm not way too far away. It just it makes it a lot easier for me to make sure that these one on ones are a lot better sounding than me just throwing it kind of together and sound like crap. Anyways, so trials, trials. They define us. I want to. I want to put that out there right now. And the reason why I say trials define us is because there's every a lot of things play into a trial. So I'll give some examples. So some trials are small, day to day things. Some trials can last weeks. Some trials can last months, years, even kind of lifetimes, and. So for a small one, for example, like you're on a bus, you're on the road, someone cuts you off, you have to do something, you have to maneuver your car in a way that will protect you and your protect the person who was doing something reckless, and that would be a mini trial. Do you have week long trials like you're being like you you're sick or you have to deal with a coworker being gone, you got to deal with other crap, or you have year long, you know or month-long, like children. Children are a huge trial that a lot of people we usually use as an example. And 
this is why they're so important because they play a role, a significant role in every single aspect of our life. Like I said, they can range from various, various different sizes. It's not just a one thing that determines a trial. A trial is really up to whatever any person wants to call a trial. A trial for me may may not be a trial for someone else. You know what I mean? Like we have different skills, different attributes, different attitudes. Like a trial for me would be you know, having to, I don't know, maybe learn the, learn the guitar. I don't know how to play the guitar. But for someone who is a lot more gifted in picking up in musical instruments, like knows already how to read instruments, playing the guitar wouldn't be a trial or maybe it wouldn't be as significant. So lots of shapes and sizes. I'm not going to get into the specifics on what defines a trial because, like I said, it's undefinable. But I'm going to talk about the importance that trials and challenges play in our lives and kind of why so there's plenty of sayings out there what doesn't kill you makes you stronger what yeah honestly like what doesn't kill you makes you stronger um just you always hear oh I'll put hair on your chest or or it'll uh you know it'll teach a hard work ethic and there, there's so many of these things we hear that are just kind of the self-development and this is why it's so important is because trials are self-development if you use them the right way, you hear things also again that um, winners always lose or winners fail. I've I've seen that a couple times, um, like these weird motivational. Um, you hear people like Elon Musk who talk about all the times they failed in their life, and the reason why that they tell people this is because it's true. Like these things that they go through end up teaching them things that they would have never found out. Um, for example, I'll just give an example for myself. Um, a lot, I think a lot of people have to learn this, but specifically for my, for myself, when you're kind of in the middle school ish range, drama and like popularity is a huge thing within your little peer group. And at that age, I was spreading around some stupid little drama about boyfriends or girlfriends or people liking each other. I don't know. It's not even important trying to create more friends and it ended up biting me in the butt and my friends got mad at me and it was a really tough situation for me being was super really I was just super embarrassed and that embarrassment and that trial I had to go through with trying to fix those issues helped me to learn that you just need to keep to yourself always just deal with your own business if someone wants to tell you something about themselves whatever let them do it don't tell anyone else because it's none of your business who cares except for them. And these play roles in just in way more things than just doing stupid things. Trials can help teach you what's right from wrong. You can get caught doing something, you know, from law enforcement and it teaches you to not do that thing again. And so that's kind of why trials are so important because trials teach you lessons that you may not have otherwise learned because some people myself included, are not the people that can learn from hearing it in a book, right? Like a lot of you hear like hands-on learner or photographic memory or they are just able to read it right out of a text and be able to learn the material or learn whatever they need to learn. So for those people that are more hands-on, a lot of the times these trials do actually really help teach us because even though you can tell someone, okay, don't speed, like it's against the law or whatever, 
people are still going to speed until they get a speeding ticket. And like, oh, man, this really sucks when I get an expensive ticket. But you knew the entire time that it was going to be an expensive ticket. That's what happened to me. And so, boom, right there. They they teach you things that you would not have otherwise known. And you automatically become better for it. Like, you just continually develop and develop and develop as you continue to fail, 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 fail. And you can just eventually build yourself up to the person you want to be or to a person that no longer makes as many mistakes or hopefully very few mistakes. And so, at least for myself, I always look at trials and challenges as a good thing. It's an opportunity for me to grow and to gain some more skills that I will need in the future. So now as to why we should embrace like kind of the attitudes surrounding trials and how to most I guess I guess the the best way to put it is to to gain the most from them. So the first thing is to identify what is being challenged of you. You can't just sit there and hit your head up against a brick wall and suspect that that is going to fix all your problems you need to understand the situation first with anything that you're going with even if it's a small little thing you need to understand the complete ins and outs of what the problem is someone cut you off you need to understand that you're on the freeway you're driving 60 miles an hour someone totally jackknifes their way and you need to understand how you feel how that person may feel and you kind of kind of kind of have to get a full circle picture of it and that sounds really complicated but it's really simple because you're probably already thinking it at like you're emotionally thinking it probably with anger or frustration when that time comes so the trick is is to change your attitude from frustration and try to kind of maneuver it back to a normal chill attitude evaluate the situation and after you're done evaluating it Think about what could have happened if certain steps would have been taken this way or some certain steps would have been taken this way. Maybe you try to reach out to someone else. Um, if you have a more serious problem or more serious trial that you're going through, understanding the situation that you are completely in with a calm, cool, and collected attitude allows you to evaluate the situation, talk to someone or think about it, see what, you, what can happen next, and then you can continue to move on. And then you're not even stuck in the trial anymore. You're just done with it. You're done. If you're in a, I'm just going to throw it out there, you're in a nasty divorce, right? You're in a nasty divorce. You're really frustrated. You're mad. You, you're going to lose a lot of money. You're going to lose your family. You know, there's lots of terrible things that can happen within a divorce. You take the divorce and you just try to force your mind into thinking about it like a normal person. Because being mad and upset and screaming and yelling and kicking isn't going to change the situation. And I like to throw that out there as well, that when you have a just crazy, terrible attitude about a certain thing, just because you have the attitude does not mean that anything's going to really change. Unless you're like a three-year-old little kid trying to get a lollipop. For the most part, the real world does not accept attitudes as solutions so just suck it up buttercup and try to fix your attitude big big time anyway so once you fix your attitude you evaluate the divorce you understand what happened what went wrong what went right you understand how you feel how the person who or your spouse i guess in this situation is feeling you understand what you did what they did 
And even if you're right, even if you're wrong, you understand the full situation. You have to almost put on the big, the big kid pants and try to act like a third person perspective. You act like a third person like witness where if you can pull yourself out, evaluate, and then once you evaluate it, you know what's happening. Now you know exactly what not to do next time, or at least in theory, you should, even though you hear many times people go through multiple divorces. But again, those multiple divorces may just be more discovering that person has. So anyways, you evaluate and you discover a lot of things about yourself, a lot of things about your spouse, and you can go talk to someone about it. You can go take that issue that you have and go talk to someone who may have more additional information. And then you can bust through the entire trial. You're no longer heartbroken. You're less heartbroken. You're more able to understand who you are as a person. You're more able to understand your limits as a person, your personality around other certain persons. Like, you're able to understand so many things about yourself just from solving this problem that it makes the situation better. I think divorce is kind of a hard way to think of it as being better, but it you you take what was once an irritating and terrible thing that was going to happen, and you turn it into something that's not bad. It's not good, but you take it to just a better way of, of living almost. It's like an easier way of living and a more like you get the most out of it. Like if you're going to get a divorce, you might as well try to get the most out of it. If you're going to get in a car accident, you might try to get you might as well try to get the most out of it. If you're going to get a really bad deal on a used car, you might as well get the most out of it. Informational because information is key. Information is power. And and again, that's why trials are so important because and why trials define us because trials will give us knowledge. Trials and challenges that we face every single day, every single month, every single year will teach us and continually give us experiences that we need to live in the real world. And I know that kind of sounds maybe weird to hear from a 17, 18-year-old kid, but I only say that because I feel like in my own life I've had enough trials and challenges that I've been able to take on like a freaking bull running into a, uh, a brick wall that I've learned how to learn from mistakes and it's all about the attitude because like I said when you're a little kid you just get frustrated you cry you pout and nothing happens from you expelling that much energy and being sad but as soon as you can just tell yourself that you're not sad anymore it's and it's kind of not sad anymore. And that's, I think that's a really hard thing for a lot of people to conceptualize is just literally telling yourself, I'm not sad anymore. Because human emotion and the way humans are kind of built emotionally like that is a really hard thing to break. But but once you master it, it's it's amazing. And I, it feels a lot easier. I'm not saying I'm perfect at it, but I've definitely done it a couple times. Where I really just kind of, all right, well, I'm not gonna be mad anymore, and I just feel better. You just you're not allowing the little things, the bad little things, to screw up all the good little things, and that's kind of why I'm so like, I, that's why I love trials. I love that word. I love 
talking about trials I've had, talking about experiences I've had. I love talking to them with other people to learn the things that they've learned, see how they deal with something, some things. So that way when I receive a trial similar to that, I can do the same thing and I can learn and I can develop. And that's all a part of self-development. Like no one person, except for one, um, you know, Jesus, if you believe in that type of stuff, was ever perfect. And so therefore we all have to go through experiences and learn for ourselves on how to do life. Like back in the day, back in caveman times, you know, they would be like, all right, don't run at a cougar with no weapon. Boom, or else you'll die. Survival of the fittest type stuff. And it's just continued on through generations and generations and generations. And what separates, I'd say, successful people from non-successful people is how they, how you deal with your trials. Genuinely. And I, I want to define success as not, it's not a value. It's a, it's a happiness level. It's a, do you feel content? Not even content. Do you feel good about your life right now? Do you feel happy? Like, are you happy? Are you at this moment, like looking, looking at what you've got, thinking about, you know, the people that you're around, the living situation, the food and stuff like that. And you're like, you know what? I'm happy. And you have a good attitude about it. I'm happy. That's like success. Is that being genuinely happy with the life that you have. And what leads to... What separates people who are successful versus non-successful successful people are attitudes and trials or their attitudes of dealing with their trials because like I said success is about your happiness level and stuff like that and your happiness level is directly related related to your attitude and so when you're able to switch your attitude around you feel happier and you are getting your trials completed better and more efficiently and you're learning more and you're like man i'm just kind of getting everything done and you can feel happy but if you're having a negative attitude and you're not completing the things you need to complete you're not learning the correct things like you just experience stuff and you throw it over your shoulder you're not getting what you can out of it you won't feel happy and i'd like for for you guys to kind of observe your peers like that try to think about some of the trials that they face think and try to try to evaluate the attitudes they have and the way they feel afterwards how do their emotions feel afterwards and kind of look at how they're they're almost like their happiness levels Maybe talk to them about what they're doing or how they're feeling too. Try to get more perspective on the way they're feeling. And then try to take that and adjust it to your own life. Because trials are going to be in and of us till the day we freaking die. So we might as well just get used to it now. We might as well get used to the fact that we're going to have to deal with crap and we got to deal with it. So, you know, check it, check it around, check out your peers, check yourself and try to create a groove that works for you. Create a system 
Don't just take it. Be the problem solver that you need to be in your own life and figure it out because it just makes it so much easier. And another thing I like to add is that some people like to play the victim game. They like to say, oh, they can't do it because it's too hard. That's crap. That's absolute crap. There is almost 8 billion, there's like 7, I don't know, there's a lot of people, 7 to 8 billion people living on this earth right now. This very second, there's people dying and being born the very second. There's people who have been living for centuries before this exact generation is being born today. There have been people that have experienced or have experienced worse things than we have experienced today. There have been people that have been driven into slavery all across the world. There have been people in indentured servitude. There have been people who have, you know, like the people in the French Revolution who were literally being taxed to death. Like they were very poor and didn't have anything. They were just paying for cakes for the fat queen. There are people that have fought civil wars. There are people that have fought World War One, World War Two. There are people that D-Day. All these sorts of people that have dealt with trials this the same or worse than what we have today. And they are the same type of people we are. They are human beings. We are all human beings. And for the most part, we're all capable of figuring out our own crap and becoming better from it and learning for ourselves. And so I just like to encourage people that you can do it. You can bite this bullet and try your best. You genuinely can because people have most likely done it. Most definitely people have endured the same garbage you have and they've made it happen. Now, yes, it still sucks. I'm not saying that trials don't suck at all. I understand trials suck. There's this quote from Nick Bear, who is uh, an athletic guy on YouTube. You look him up, Nick Bear. Nick B-A-R-E, Nick Bear. Boom, so I don't get like, totally roasted for this. But he says, endure the suck. Endure it. Because you kind of, ha- I mean, you kind of have to. Like, especially if it's like a really serious one. It's like totally like right in the middle of your whole life street and you have to push it out of the way. Like, you got to do it. So just endure the suck and make it happen. And it's going to suck and it's going to hurt physically, emotionally. It's going to hurt bad. But for the most part, the street's a lot clearer on the other side. It really is. Especially when you get one of those really hard ones and then you figure it out and you make it past it. There's nothing like it in the entire world feeling, at least to me, Knowing that I've done my best and I've done something that is going to help me in the future. And someone else has done it, man. Someone else really has done it and has probably finished it. Probably learned something pretty similar to what you have at that moment. So, anyways, that's kind of all I have. to. That's my little spiel for today. That trials, although hard are important it's important to have the right attitude it's important to get the most that you can out of them because if you're going to suffer that much garbage you might as well try to reap as much as you can back try to earn it i guess i don't know 
Try to make the best out of the situation you already got to go through. And learn what you have to do. So next time you're faced with something hard, just understand, one, someone else has probably done it. Two, you can get help. Three, you can change your attitude, reevaluate the, the situation, also ask for help at that, at that time, and solve the problem. And you can do it. And you can learn something from it. You can genuinely become a better person from the garbage you go through. And I, earlier I said that uh, trials define us. But trials define us because of the things they teach us or the things they can teach us. But we also need to not allow the past of trials to define us. Only the, the future of our trials define us, not the past. So people can change. There's forgiveness. There's second chances. Um, genuinely. Like, obviously, you have to have genuinity. Is that? I don't think that's... I don't know. You have to be genuine in your trial recovery programs. It kind of sounds stupid, but you have to be genuine. But I genuinely believe that if you experience something like that, you can learn and become a better person for it. And it's just super important to do that. It's super important to understand what people are going through. All those shenanigans. And so, yeah. I think that's about it. That's a good little spiel I had about trials. I don't even really say that because I really look back at my trials. I really look back at the things I've learned. I understand what it's like to want to be known for the knowledge I know after my trials. and, And just to try to push all the past and the actions of those trials away however large or little like if it's a little embarrassing thing or it's really serious like I've just I've made it a big part of my life to evaluate situations and look at things from a brighter perspective that allow me to grow and to develop so hope you guys enjoyed this episode if you did please be sure to follow me on twitter at lights underscore show uh, that's where I release uh, updates other garbage I gotta deal with I really don't post so much on it because I guess I haven't really had anything urgent but still a good idea. I won't spam nothing. Um, and also leave a review on iTunes or whatever platform you are listening to. All right. Peace.